What's going on, everybody? I'm your host this week for the Ace Podcast. It is I, Will, a.k.a. Will the Greatest. And with me, I have assembled a crew <laughs> of the mightiest of boys, the mightiest of men, uh, the the saviors we need in these times of crisis, my, my former castmates on the Marvel League Podcast. Hopefully, I can get a lot more of them in here on a regular basis. So, um, so I'm Will. If you're not familiar with my show, it's the Ace Podcast. We talk pop culture current events, shit like that, see what's going down. So let's just and go around the table. And we're canceled. Yep. <laughs> and and so, deleted. AKA the cancer crew. You already but, fucked um, up. <laughs> if, you, if you are unfamiliar with those voices, we have uh, a lot of guests. We have my boy Luke, my boy other Luke, my boy Aaron, my boy Nick, and my boy Mikey. So, um, let's see... Uh, we have to discern the two Lukes. We want to do Marvel Luke and DC Luke. Uh, will that that would be awesome. Nah, it, it never dies. It just moves on, much like Marvel did. It just transfers over. It just transfers. It, it can't be destroyed. But um, Marvel Luke, how you doing, bro? It's been a minute. Oh, shit. I guess I'm going first. I'm doing all right, man. I'm fighting uh, two ear infections currently. Uh, it's really rare, but it, yeah, it sucked. And I actually got one in my left ear first, and then it decided to like move over to my right ear. So my doctor had to put me on these really aggressive um, antibiotics. Uh, so I got to take like five of them a day, and uh, it really sucks. I was like up with like pain and swelling in my jaw like the last couple of nights. Like my jaw locked up, and it's not fun. But, you know, I've been taking pain meds and antibiotics, so I'm pulling through. Man, we're, we're wishing you a speedy recovery, because that sounds like a, a pain in the ear. Thanks, so. man. It it sucks ass, but let's not talk about me. Yeah, let's talk about other Luke, DC Luke. How you doing, man? I haven't, we haven't seen each other in how long? I guess, I guess, like, I guess like three years. Has it been like three years since we've been like on cam and talked to each other? Damn. I I mean I guess so. Like I didn't I didn't recognize you when you came up. <laughs> God. Damn, Mike, you look a little different. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, Mike, you look and sound different. Your lighting's horrible. <laughs> well, I had a lot more Funkos than that. Um I'm actually <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. Um a lot of different stuff going on with me, so that's nice, and uh, yeah. again, so you're really teaching college now. You moved up. I was teaching college, not anymore, but yeah. I am back into voice acting and getting that rolling. So we'll see, kind of what comes of that. But it's been it's been a very fun journey. Been learning a lot of stuff from a lot of different people. But um, you know, you just getting back into it. You're getting it rolling and everything like that. Um, I'm talking like I'm important, like I'm on the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey bro, have you tried DMT before a voice acting sesh? <laughs> you say DMT? Yeah. <laughs> you ever tried DMT oh before, bro? Uh, so what? Have you ever tried DMT before, bro? What's up? On that note, well, well, let's let's circle around. Um, Aaron, how you doing, man? I am doing fantastic. You know, before we started this podcast, I was I wasn't doing too hot. I'm not gonna lie to you. I had a mad headache, 
was tired of having chest pains. But, you know, took me some coffee, big old cup of some Marvel juice. Uh, <laughs> took me way too many Tylenol. And, yeah, I'm feeling good, feeling maybe a little too hyped. Uh, life is well. I am uh, I'm happy seeing this new person. It's going great. Uh, only catch is I live in Los Angeles. She lives in Florida. So next week I'm about to go into the heat of fire and travel my ass like- down to Florida. Wish me the best of luck, you guys. I hope I don't die. Bro, what happened to that one that you uh, saw on, or no, I'm sorry, she threw your, uh, her Insta at you. That was from a minute ago. Threw her Insta at me? What you talking about? Yeah, 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 you told me she worked at some weed shop in LA. What? Oh! I thought you were talking about the photography. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about. Is it yeah, cannabis I, I got super LA vibes from her. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not about it. I'm, I'm not trying oh, yeah. to... I, she's a valley girl. She's 100% a valley girl. She's a valley girl that works at a dispensary who's, like, super Instagram, super... Like, she got... Yeah, man. No, it wasn't it wasn't about it. She fine. Not about it. Not going down that road. Well, to the valley. Right. I feel you. Um, Mikey, how you doing, man? I don't think I've seen you either since... SDCC? Last time I saw you, my heads were in the clouds. Bro, last time I saw you, I was gone. <laughs> Dude, that, that picture I posted on Twitter, your eyes were like not even open, dude. <laughs> it was it was a it was a that, really long night. I stood, stood in line. I stood in line at San Diego Comic Con to get into the Marvel panel, and uh, that's when Nick just snapped a shot the night after. So um, that explains how I was. Which Marvel panel? Luca, make an excuse. No, that's when you were smoking. <laughs> What? That's a weird allegation. Who would ever do that? Anyway, I'm doing, I'm, I'm doing really we, we well. We had a lot of tea that day. Yeah. I'm doing really well, though. Um, I just finished up my studio now. It's all nearly done. So it's been so fun. Great. And yeah, life's good. Done school, and I'm just making videos now. So uh, it's like, things are pretty chill. Need to get on that, that Mikey grind. Nick, how are you doing, man? Uh, trying to make sure I uh, introduced you, too. My boy, Nick. How you doing? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> it's like i'm you, here i'm alive know, um we should get some celebrity guests on here like uh what's his name uh who's that Morgan famous Morgan. uh that one guy yeah <laughs> johnny sins <laughs> what, yeah him. what's your call the guy behind the the grocery store the sobeys yeah <laughs> i mean if if you don't think i would have a problem with having johnny sins on the show you're sadly mistaken sir that'd be i'd be completely fine with that i feel like he has a lot of Interesting uh, or um, stories. Corey and Martin from Double Toasted should get them on here. They're awesome. I I, I haven't listened oh, to them in a while. Well. I like their show a lot. Shout out to Double Toasted. They're fire. Yeah, shout out to Double Toasted. I gotta give Aaron props for that because he put me onto him, and I didn't check him out for like three months. And I'm like, Yo, you checked out Double Toasted? He's like, Nigga, I put you on to them. Like, <laughs> 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 that was, you, you ain't never lied. You ain't never lied. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, no, they bomb. They bomb. Yeah, so. I, I still gotta say that I love your I love your name, Luke. Luke. For those who can't see, his name is on Skype is Luke Skypewalker, and I thought that's brilliant. That's amazing. Thank you, man. So I guess we can uh, get into these topics because we got we got a we got a lot of interesting stuff to kind of work through today. So the first right, one, um, spill the tea, spill the tea, bro. TV, video game, TV shows, and movies. So we, uh, I believe it's, uh, we got the movie coming. No, not movie. The uh, TV show being in production or pre-production for Last of Us. 
we got an announcement for a Fallout show and a Borderlands. Is it a movie? Um, I don't know. I think it's a movie <clears throat> actually, but I'm not 100 yeah. percent sure. Yeah, so I think so. Those are a. Uh, I feel I swear they'd be picked in like the most random ass franchise. The thing with um, I guess we can all kind of go around and give our thoughts on it. Last of Us, I feel like it's so cinematic of a game. All you really need to do is watch the cutscenes. I feel like there's no real reason to uh, get, give it the live-action treatment, but I feel like you make that argument about a lot of adaptations. I don't know. Uh, what do you guys kind of think of, as far as these go, like, starting with The Last of Us? Okay, I thought you were going to say there's no need to play it. I was like, I disagree. I can. <laughs> I, I stand in objection. It is a great Here's game. Here's my you list of facts. Here's my list of facts. Boom, boom. No, but um, as far as the show goes, if we're talking about if it's being just based off of the first game, I don't know, man. I think there's a lot of places they can go with that. For example, I guess minor spoilers for the first game for the, that's like seven years old. Mm-hmm. Um, it goes in seasons, and there's huge gaps of time the <clears throat> game doesn't cover. Uh, I feel like what they could do if they were to adapt the game into a TV show is like make things happen within that time and show the further development of their relationship and maybe show other factors that contributed to what happened at the end of the game. And yeah, maybe spend more time with Joel in the beginning or like show stuff from Ellie's life. I don't know, man. I thought there's a lot of different places they can really go to further um, develop and sort of expand your connection to the characters. You know, I've never been a, I was never a big fan of it, but that's actually not a bad way to do it. Yeah, that's a that's a, actually a pretty fair argument in his favor. I'll give you like, that. Because the main argument is, like you said, like if you're just going to make a TV show and you're like doing the exact same thing as the game, I don't really see a point. But if mm-hmm. like you actually add stuff to it and you like build toward the end, like yeah, why not? If it's different it, enough from the other product, I think it's fine. Yeah, I, I think um, for The Last of Us, with it being such a specifically cinematic game um i would argue that the the story kind of eclipses the gameplay a little bit um i'm sure there's there's room for debate on that but like i feel like it'd be different than doing like a show for like mortal Kombat <laughs> or, or yeah. like well, some, something in a different genre like i feel like it can still happen and you can still do a lot of what aaron said so i agree with him on that i just think it's interesting um, to pick like a very stylistically more cinematic game, but I mean, I, I, honestly, if we're talking like Naughty Dog products, I would love to see a, a Infamous show. That would be pretty cool. From from I know a lot of Wouldn't that just be uh, that? What's that show on CW? Black oh, Lightning. Black Lightning. Black Lightning. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you could also fix some of the stuff that people had issues with with uh, 2, if you ever decide. I feel like HBO would be, if we get a good enough reception for a Last of Us show, this may be kind of the opening for like a, a Naughty Dog expanded universe of, of different games and media. I don't know. Anyone have any other thoughts regarding The uh, the Last of Us? Um, we know So we know it's going to be on HBO probably in like, Somewhere around 2021, 2022, we're looking at. Um, Give us a Last of Us Christmas special. Let's see <laughs> Ellie and Joel on Christmas. Also, I, I feel like that's fun. Right? Also, also I, 
Oh, no, continue. Go. I, well, I mean, I was just going to say, the only other thing that would really sell me on it is, like, they should go practical with the, the zombies. Yeah. I don't think there's oh, yeah. much room for... You got I mean, like, well, they're, they're I don't know if bloaters would look good practical. Maybe. maybe. I mean, maybe, but, like, the whole thing is, like, if it's, like, people, like, <clears throat> being encrusted with, like, all these mushrooms and stuff, like... I don't... Tripping balls. A cost, like, you can do a mix of both. I just, I think it would be cool to see, like, actual costumes of that mm -hmm. stuff. Like, on, like, Walking Dead. Yeah, like, Dead. Walking Dead, like, dude. They make, yeah, it costs, like, five yeah. bucks. For a I feel like, five bucks. um, <laughs> as much criticism as The Walking Dead can receive, you can't deny that zombies look good on that yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, they look cool. Yeah. They look good. So just tape some mushrooms on their head. <laughs> easy. <laughs> but, yeah, no. apparently it's being, um, handled by the guy that did Chernobyl, which I haven't seen, but I I've heard Mostly really good. positive things about it. So you said it's good. That is really good. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, I'll give my so... quick. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say I'll give my quick thoughts. Um, it has to be different enough from the game. Like it can't be <clears throat> just the game scene for scene. Almost, you know. That's mm -hmm. that's really not what I want. Especially like because I think weren't like early pitches of the show supposed to be like almost not related to Joel and Ellie at all. It's just supposed really? to focus on like a different cast of people. That was what I read anyways, is that's what the pitch was. Um, so it was almost supposed to be like Fear the Walking Dead, which is separate from the Walking <laughs> Dead main show. So the show's actually I, gonna I don't know Abby. because <laughs> Yeah, so I'm gonna w without spoiling the Last of Us Part 2, which I haven't even finished myself yet. I'm getting pretty far into it. But like if they do the show, just don't go in that direction. <laughs> um, it, it's not that I don't like The Last of Us Part Two, but it's just <laughs> yeah, it's it's just that I, I, I like narratively, it shouldn't go in the direction of The Last of Us Part Two. That's all I'm gonna say. Really, I think they can do something even even better as far as because if they're doing a Last of Us show, I feel like at some point they're gonna get to a place where they've adapted everything from the first game and then they need something to go to get them to that right. point of the game leads into. So I feel like there's, there's four a, years there's, between the last was one and two, so they could definitely make yeah. a bunch of stuff happening within that time zone. And granted, we don't want it to feel like, you know, The Walking Dead, like seasons, what, like five through yeah. whatever they're on now, where they're like all civilized and whatnot. But I feel like there's definitely places they could go to sort of deepen these these characters because they're definitely in a different place by the time you see them in the second game. Yeah. Mm. Um, anyone else have any kind of thoughts regarding the the Last of Us show? I mean, it seems like it has an interesting creative team behind it. Um, I don't know. Anyone else have anything on that before we talk about something else tangential? I haven't. Uh, I, I haven't even played the games. I haven't. So I have no real. <laughs> Um, I have I have no knowledge of the lore other than they change the seasons thanks to uh, first bit of this podcast. But I mean, it's a popular <laughs> franchise. I've heard I've heard good things about it. It seems like it's quality. HBO is pretty quality company as well. Um, so I think they could make something out of this. Um, similar in, with regards to Naughty Dog, I think a lot of their properties actually do have potential to be great. You know, film or television franchises. Yeah. I want a Crash Bandicoot cartoon show. I, I, I watch that shit. Oh, I, I love it. I didn't even know you that story until, like, recently. Naughty, Naughty Dog did, um... They did, uh... 
who's my man? Male Tomb Raider. Nathan Drake. They did him, didn't they? Yeah. Was that Naughty yeah. Dog? Yeah, they did. They did. Yeah. Isn't Naughty he Dog isn't doing well? Crash 4, though. Yeah, no, with uh, Tom Holland, right? Uh, yeah, for some, as as young Nathan Drake. Mark, yeah, it's oh, Mark right Wahlberg shit, and right. Tom Holland. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why? Yeah, Mark, Naughty why? Dog Wahlberg is Jack and Dexter games, too. Yeah. Nathan Fillion should have been Nathan Drake, dude. Did Did you see the Did you see the short film where Nathan Fillion was Nathan Drake? Yeah, and it was very good. Exactly, it was awesome. and, and it was like too perfect. Like, how 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 was that not the perfect audition? Yeah, like, I mean, if seriously. it wasn't if it wasn't for his age, I'd say just get Nolan North, but he's yeah. he's a little up there now. If they got it, like when he's they first had already. Well, it's like yeah, they even kind of modeled. They even kind of mo- modeled Nathan Drake to look like Nolan yeah. North a little right. bit. Like, he shares some similar facial features, so... Right. I, so, I don't yeah. know. Um, maybe, going on, maybe you know, it, it'd be really pricey, but they could de-age him digitally for the movie. features, I'm really looking forward to this Fallout show now. Yeah, for, <laughs> so let, let's talk about that, because I feel like this is where um, a little contention may arise just because be of what happened recently. So we're getting we're supposed to be getting a fallout show on Amazon from the showrunners for Westworld, um, Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy. So I think most people would have been on board if this was announced after season two. Or yeah, season two of Westworld. Was it I, that? I like season yeah, two of um, I have come to find out I am in the minority with that, so I think there's <laughs> going to be a lot of apprehension with this. So, what are your guys' kind of thoughts? My my initial thought is, um, it, it, it I think they're just randomly spinning a wheel to pick franchises to adapt. <laughs> uh, Fallout's not a bad one, but it's also like it gives them a lot of leeway to work with. And I'm wondering if they're going to do something new, or if they're going to do like it based off of Three or New Vegas or something, or Seventy Six, God forbid, and try to fix that. So. So I don't really know anything about Fallout. What's like the basic premise of the game? Um, let's see, the Fallout series began in '97. is set in a world where the future envisioned by Americans in the late 1940s explodes upon itself through a nuclear war in 2077. Okay, I feel so, like we can definitely work with that. Do yeah. something based in the realm of a show. Yeah. yeah so so this is from right. Um, with Fallout, like essentially the world, t- picture America after World War Two, that kind of America, but it never like kind of evolved past that. Like we still had like Red Scare, like um, mm-hmm. communist fears, like all that kind of nostalgia of like the fifties and stuff. Like we carried that through, but we also had like advanced technology at the same time. But we looked like the fifties. Yeah, and there's like mutant creatures and whatnot walking around. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that could be interesting. What'd you say, Luke? Now, is this a movie or a show? show. This is a show for Amazon. Okay. um, Being being done by Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy. So they just, uh, yeah, they're working on another adaptation. Um, So, I mean, I I feel like they're they're a strong team. I I think the only people people reason people may have some hesitations after how season three of Westworld went down. Um, it didn't exactly live up to some of the expectations of the narrative and the character development at the time, which um, I can understand some of those arguments. Luke's <laughs> face right now, he got so upset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like, know. 
Dude, I what literally woke up to this news dropping, and I was like, wait, Fallout? That's awesome. But then I was like, oh, wait, no, it's the Westworld people. I was like, wait. So, <laughs> I can clarify really quick. Um, I didn't even like season two. Okay. I liked season one a lot. Season one was really cool to me. Season one's super strong. I would say it still yeah. holds up on rewatches. Everything after that, I don't like. Yeah. Two was when they brought in. Um, so th- this may have some minor spoilers for for Westworld. Um, two was the one when they brought in Eastworld, wasn't it? I refuse I to call so. it Shogun Eastworld. Yeah. They shouldn't have called what? it Shogun World. They should have called it Eastworld. World. That's cool. <laughs> oh, that's dope. Yeah, it, it, yeah, saying, it, it would have been cool, wouldn't it, Aaron? You would have loved that, wouldn't you have? But uh, but they called it Shogun World. And I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm, 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 I still haven't finished season two. So I don't know what the hell happens. Uh, I'm, I'm an asshole, so I just, you know, whatever. <laughs> no, I mean, but I, I understand um, why people may have some concern. So it's it's one of those things where if it has the same trajectory as Westworld, we're going to mm-hmm. get a really strong first season, yeah. uh, a okay to solid second season, and then the third season will be the Fallout 76 season. <laughs> oh, I feel like Fallout, more than anything, I think would really benefit from an anthology sort of um, direction and model. But I agree with that, actually. That's a, know, that would be a really good move. Yeah. yeah. I, for some reason, anthologies, I guess people just don't... I guess they're just too scared to try it or something. There's, like, so many cases where it would have worked out really well. I even think Last of Us would have been... As, like, a game series would have worked really well as, like, an anthology thing. But yeah. I don't know. I guess I mean, people just... don't like... People don't like jumping around super much. It looked like they were going to make Infamous an anthology, and then we got like we got Second Son and First Light, and then it just stopped, which made me very sad. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I mean, if it would be a strong first season, I would be down. I love Fallout. Fallout's amazing. Uh, well, I think it was amazing. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm kind of on board with your idea, though, of making it an anthology because there's there's not re- you build your own character for it, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, so like I the feel whole like that's is... an opportunity to that gives you a lot of freedom, um, and you can return to them at any time. Yeah, exactly. Consider the idea of like you make an anthology series, a character that maybe was in like the first season, you get to like a third season, and they show back up as like a supporting character. That'd be super cool, weaving right. all these people's stories in together. Like JoJo. Yeah, like JoJo. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. Luke loves JoJo. It'll be I America's JoJo. So that got me hooked. Rock and roll references. Wait, what does Mikey think about Fallout? Oh yeah, Mikey, what do you what do you think, Mikey and uh, Marvel? What are y'all thinking about Fallout? Similar to The Last of Us, I have no comments. I haven't played it. I just seen it. (laughs) Okay, you know, no, the way that Nick was describing it, though. That being said, I haven't seen season three of Westworld. I saw season one and two. Really like season one. I like season two at points, but I think it was definitely a little bit more, you know, scattered than the first. so I don't. I'm a little iffy on the on the team. That being said, though, uh, I think Fallout is another property too, <laughs> where uh, the IP seems like there's a lot of room to to develop into other mediums. Um, and you know what's crazy too? Uh, when as Nick was describing Fallout, because I'm not too familiar with it, um, it's almost sounded like a Brave New World a little bit, and they're actually adapting that as well, which I just found out. Um, Wait, actually, so, Mikey won't like Fallout because in the Fallout universe, we annex Canada. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I, I redact yeah. my statement. Fuck Fallout. Yeah, because there's a war. 
There's a war with the Chinese in Alaska. So the U.S. is like, well, we need to move our troops up there. So we're just going to take over Canada. Is that cool? And they're like, uh, I guess. That is definitely some <laughs> shit we would do, too. Hey, I suppose so. It's the, we're fire, stuck in the yeah. 50s, and Canada's gone, and black people still aren't treated very well. Right. I don't think I want to go in that universe. <laughs> <laughs> but nuclear <laughs> fallout was one thing, on but the rest of this shit. Like, how are we going to have racism still, in the middle of a nuclear strong. winter? Yeah, racism um, finds a way from what we, what we as we've what seen, seen. Racism as finds seen, racism, racism finds a way. But um, onto the the last uh, kind of <laughs> game related one. So I forgot that he was the director of this, and now I'm very scared. So Borderlands is a movie. It's being directed by Eli Roth, who is infamous for uh, <laughs> being scare and the Hostel uh, series, at least as a director and a producer. And, and um, a couple. The, he was the. The uh, what was his character name in Glorious Bastards? Oh, June Bear Jew. Yeah, there you go. He beat people up yeah. with a bat. Yeah, so he was the Bear Jew from Inglorious <laughs> Bastards. He's probably the only director I know who's made a movie and then done a remake of his own movie. Oh yeah. What? Did he? Yeah. Did um, he? I forget. I forget which one it was. It was uh, Cabin Fever, I think. Yeah, it was Cabin Fever. Next oh time. wow! And it was actually he trash. Made own movie. <laughs> and he somehow remade his own movie worse. He made it worse. <laughs> it's an impressive movie. He had, he had the advent of time and technology on his side, and That's managed to make it worse, which is a strange accomplishment. That is talent. That is but, true um, talent. Wait, actually, I'm looking at his IMDb. I forgot that he directed a house with the clock in its walls. That was actually good. Oh, the Jack Black movie? Yeah. Oh, that okay. Was Maybe he's good when he's not in his own wheelhouse. Maybe he can. Maybe he won't end Night Shyamalan on this. Yeah, so so apparently one of the. Um, I'm looking up the news for the Borderlands thing. So Eli Roth is directing the movie, which. He's like a B grade Zack Snyder. Apparently, Kate Blanchett got cast to play Lilith. In the of movie, course. which is an interesting uh, choice, but I'm not against it. Kate Blanchett's a very yeah. talented actress. Um, I'm she assuming he's... if if she was going to be in Ragnarok in this, I'm like, okay, yeah. she's entering. Yeah, if she was going to be she's... in any video game Borderlands. I'm not surprised by. Yeah, and so I'm not, I'm not opposed to it. Kate Blanchett's a, a good actress. Um, I'm assuming they're basing this off the for- first game. Which I unfortunately didn't get a chance to beat before my PlayStation died. My PS3 <laughs> makes me very sad to this day. But um, yeah, I don't know what what are we thinking about Eli Roth heading this up? I, with how stylistic, I feel like there's potential for him to do it justice. Mm-hmm. And somehow nabbing Kate Blanchett for this does give me a little bit of hope. But I'm weary because. He's a very specific kind of director from the, the couple of movies I've seen from him. And they, there's a range in that quality as well. So I'm, I'm wondering who's writing it uh, will also kind of give me a better idea. But what are y'all's thoughts with like Borderlands, the game, the movie? Similar to you know? The Last of Us and Fallout. <laughs> you play any video games, Michael? <laughs> he does, just not the big ones. I just play Tetris on my phone and watch YouTube videos. Leave me alone, guys. That's smart. He'll start streaming. <laughs> you can play Valorant though. Yeah, I'm going ranked. Hey. hey. Uh, similarly to Michael, uh, I've not played the game or games. 
but I think I know the the basic basic premise of it. Like, dude, mm-hmm. superpowers get you have choice to like, or is that prototype? I could be mixing it up. <laughs> anyway, prototype, which is just evil, infamous. I think prototypes what you're thinking of. That's where the guy can like morph into like a claw and he just yeah, up. yeah, yeah. It turns into it's a like crab. the same people that made Web of Shadows. Turn into a crab. <laughs> it's like oh shit, this one is borderline. This is Spider Man Web of Shadows. <laughs> Either way, it's it's a it's a game that involves punching and kicking and, and violence, and Eli Roth loves that shit. So I'm sure he's going to do something bloody and gory with it, probably more so than the game even intended. Um, Dude, I don't like expect God. it to have the deepest story, but I'm, I'm sure it'll be fun with a huge studio and budget behind it. I have no expectations for it, mainly because I don't know anything about it. But just as a director, I have no really bar for. Yeah, who's gonna hold up a Borderlands movie to like high expectations? Like, really? <laughs> right. It's. Uh, it, I just. I'm just expecting stylistic violence, fun, lots of colors. They should have got um, Paul W. S. Anderson to do this. Oh God, no, no. He's already giving he's us that gonna Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter. Movie. Hunter. Is the infamous he's doing? No, he's doing Monster Hunter. Doing. Yeah. Damn. You ever Which see a photo of your action? Like, dang. Um. Well, <laughs> let's get it. <laughs> Looking at Forbes, there may be a plot leak for it. Um, a rumored plot leak, so you can take this with a grain of salt. Let me see. Borderlands is set in the distant future in which four vault hunters travel to the distant planet Pandora to hunt down an alien vault rumored to contain advanced alien technology. Using that word a lot. The hunters find themselves battling the local wildlife and bandit population, but ultimately attempt to stop the head of a private corporation army from reaching the vault first. Kate Blanchett will take on the role of Lilith, one of the main protagonists from the game series who is part of the Siren class, a group of women with incredible powers. Filming is set to go underway this year. Or so they thought. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the rumored um, plot leak for it, which sounds like the first game. Marfa Luke. What so I'm mean? guessing Kate Blanchett is going to be the lead as Lilith, and I'm sure Wait, we'll get the, the other three members of the team. Did Luke ever play Borderlands? Where's Luke? Bar. Yeah, he's still here. Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. So, we would know if his team was Borderlands, Luke. Right. I guess there's franchise potential for this if they get that first one right. Um, but I mean, I guess I it just depends on how they do it. You know, I mean, yeah. I think I feel like it, it has the potential just to be really like hammy and slapstick. You know, I don't know if that's like you. You know, like hammy slapstick mixed with like a lot of action and some sci-fi elements mixed in. But ultimately, I mean, Borderlands is a looter shooter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so I, yeah. I don't know if there's much to really make out of it. I, I, I mean, like it, it's almost like taking the concept of Destiny and trying to make a, a franchise out of Destiny. Oh God. You know, yeah. I mean, I Borderlands to me is more successful and it's a better series than than Destiny. But it almost seems like. It would be something similar, you know, in that way. I I really don't know how I feel about it. Um, say that I really like Borderlands Three that much. <laughs> Borderlands uh, Two was probably my favorite, but yeah. yeah. I mean, the, Sweet, uh, speaking of Borderlands, just, shout out to Jazz yeah. at Comic Con. She hooked us. Oh up. yeah. Mm. Shout out to Jazz. Oh, yeah, she did. Brown and nerdy. She's the homie. Oh, yeah. Works hard. She works. Uh, where does she work again? For uh, Gearbox. Uh, Gearbox. Yeah. yeah, so she's she's probably like super hyped for this then, <clears throat> or at least intrigued. Um, cause she I wonder if they would be writing the script. 
That's a good question. Oh, I don't... Eli is writing it. Oh, God. <laughs> Eli Roth? Because yeah. if they got, like, the actual people writing it, that would be really cool, I think. Yeah, that would be like... much... That would be much better. I know they're doing that for um, Last of Us, that they're having... Um, Neil Let's Druckmann. Yeah, they're having yeah. Druckmann. Oh, God, he Druckmann. He's part of the creative team for the uh, show as did, well. Did he write the first one? I don't know if he wrote it, but no, he, I, th- I thought yeah. I thought he wrote and directed both games. Oh, maybe I I can be wrong. He probably did. Um, so Aaron, I wrote it. Both both games are fresh <laughs> in your mind. Wait, did uh, Neil Druckmann write and direct both the first or uh, both games? He, I believe he he co-wrote the second game. I can't remember. I think he directed it too. From from yeah, not mistake, I, I know he was. I know he directed. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he co-wrote it. He didn't write it by himself. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I guess we can go on to the uh, next set of topic Roonies. Um Nick yeah. dropped this to us earlier today, so this is going to be an interesting one. Apparently, Alien and Predator are coming to the Marvel Universe, which has me rather apprehensive, because <laughs> uh, they used to be licensed with Dark Horse, weren't they? That's why we got yeah, all yeah. these crossovers with, like, RoboCop and the Terminator and whatnot, and I know they've, <laughs> they've, Predators fought Batman on a couple of occasions. Um, I think he's fought both of them on a couple of occasions, but uh, I guess they're now going to the House of Mouse, because they own Fox, so they have the rights. Um, mm-hmm. What do y'all think about this as far as I guess the comics, and I guess the movies, too? Since the mouse has them, um, I want to see the guardians fight the predators. <laughs> okay, you know, let's go. Nova Corps versus predators versus aliens. Let's go fight them all. I really want to hear what Nick has to say because I know. Yeah, I know. I, that's that's a thought around the block. I want to hear. Yeah, Nick, you're the you're the AVP guy. We can give our thoughts later, but you're the you're the uh, the mastermind uh, in comparison to the rest of us. Yeah, so, like, I don't know, like, this could go one of two ways, like, it could be really good because Dark Horse has had the license for, like, almost 40 years now, so it could be good getting, like, a fresh voice, I guess, in there on these characters, but it could also go the way of the Star Wars comics, which haven't really been all that great at Marvel. They've been kind of hit and miss, like, I don't know, there's been a couple that are fine, but, like... Not really that great overall, so I don't know. A lot of people are worried, I think, too, just about like how like dark and violent the you know, these comics are going to be at Marvel. Like, are they going to let yeah. them be as they are, or are they going to like tone them down? So I don't know. It, it remains to be seen, but I will remain um, cautiously optimistic. I'm still going to get it and like see it, obviously. Yeah, I, I think I you basically summed up everything uh, I kind of feel about it too because it's all going to come down to who that creative team is if you have like a Put like, like Rob Liefeld on it. it oh god no <laughs> absolutely not um, god they would actually look like monsters but in a different sense <laughs> but in, so Al, in Al Ewing uh, Predator book that would probably be something pretty fire, I would think, because he's a really good writer. Yeah. Have, have they confirmed or not if they're going to put the aliens and predators in the Marvel universe, or just they're just under the Marvel comic banner of things that are being published? Was that picture official that you sent us? Yeah, they haven't really clarified that yet. Um, I would. They're still the pretty. Second. They're being kind of vague about it, but uh, how would you how would you guys 
feel if they were in the Marvel Universe at this point? I'd, I think I'd be pretty upset. I'd, I'd, yeah, uh, me too. I think that'd be kind of lame, if I'm going to be honest. It's <laughs> like when they brought um, What's-Her-Face Angela over from Spawn. There's not really a good way to introduce it. Yeah, how do you just say, yeah, anymore. they're like in the universe now? <laughs> I mean, it's, they I were mean, in what's the a universe? separate ultra universe, and we've never noticed them. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's like, like o- I just, okay. I don't, I, I don't even see like a point, to be honest. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, it might have it to be its own separate thing, like Star Wars. They're so different conceptually from the Marvel universe. Like, it's I think it's very hard just to kind of fit them in. They they have aliens in the Marvel yeah. universe. They, the brood exists. Like, they're basically. Necromorph, not necromorph. They're basically xenomorphs. <laughs> Yo, necromorph. That's some scary sounded shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't so think they'll. Uh, I don't think they'll integrate them. But I do have a like strong feeling they're gonna do some sort of like outside continuity crossover. Like you can't. Yeah. Like there, there's just money to be made there. Like yeah, yeah, that's 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 just an easy opportunity to have like Avengers versus aliens versus Predator yeah. or something like that. Um. Like, they just I don't know. They do that, like, Attack on Titan versus Avengers and all that kind of dumb stuff every now and then. So. <laughs> right. that, was, so. that was cute, though. I like that. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's one of those things where I'm just like, it, if you get the right team behind it, it can be... There's potential for it to be good, but we also have books like... Was it the new new warriors and the children of the Atom, which have, like, the most ugly, disgusting, creative teams behind them. That, um, those are pretty big misses. <laughs> yeah, those are like massive misfires on a on a that, detrimental. That's very, that's very much the how do you do, fellow kids. That is right for for every like okay book like um Excalibur, not Excalibur, uh, Marauders. You get like two new warriors. So <laughs> I've only been reading Hulk, so I don't really. I'm not oh, really the good on. book. The one. The, the one. You think. Yeah, what do you think, Mikey? You ready to see I... some uh, scrapping and grabbing? I mean, it's cool to see Alien and Predator get some sort of new news, especially since they got merged with Disney. Um, would I like them in the same universe? I agree with Lurk. I don't think they should. Conceptually, too different. Um, it just why do you have other things to worry about? I feel like in the Marvel universe, other than saying, "Oh, by the way, look, there's a Xenomorph." Ah! Um, <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> like, I, I, like I you just could, you could say that they're on a faraway planet or something like that, and be like, "Oh, there's a terrible planet with these aliens who are just have big heads and burst through chests. You don't want to go through them, Iron Man, or something like that. You could do like a, a reference or something, sure. But um, or have them in like the stands of a stadium in some sort of alien galaxy <laughs> fight. You know? Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. Cheer. <laughs> yeah, I just was like. <laughs> I mean, and for the comics, I'm not too privy to them, but I mean, uh, it, it might be cool to have some new talent. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it. Just, it just occurred to me when we get that inevitable uh, Marvel versus Alien and Predator crossover, there will be a symbiote that attaches to one of those bastards. Of course. One thousand percent that's gonna happen because you know like, marvel oh symbiotes. it just occurred <laughs> like to me that. that we're gonna get like a predalien with organic blades like a, some strange mortal combat villain well what if i here's the thing though oh go on go on 
Sorry, no, like, it, like the whole idea of AVP is supposed to be like these two, like, you know, tacular, you know, monsters fighting each other. But now if you put them in the Marvel Universe, it's just sort of like, oh, look, it's AVP. The, the stakes go down. The stakes go down to like Because it's like, so you're aliens. Who gives a shit? We have aliens on Earth. Dude, they'll do like Wolverine versus Predator or something. Because that was yeah. a thing. Wasn't that like a superhero beatdown? I'm certain it was. That I'm okay with that. That, that would be interesting. Um, like, yeah. if I want to really- see alien. I want to see aliens versus Predator versus Squirrel Girl. Make it happen. <laughs> but, yeah. You know, I'd read that. I'd read that. I'd just see how it ends. Just a bunch of uh, squirrel just, aliens running around. Oh, versus Carol. <laughs> you know, in terms of the movies, if, if they Karen. Want to, yeah. <laughs> Karen Danvers. <laughs> if, Sorry, if go ahead. The, I was going to say, if in the movies, if they have all the stuff now, if James Gunn just wants to throw a xenomorph like in the background of Guardians, I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally fine, fine with just a quick reference. Like, oh, look, there's a xenomorph somewhere. Like, yeah, that's fun. That's cute. I'm fine with that. But having them like actually with the comics and everything, like it, there's just no point. Like it's no, super tacky, I think. I'd laugh my absolute. Actually, there's another one I just realized we're gonna get. We're gonna get a uh, the Punisher versus the Predator. Yes, we are going to get Punisher versus Predator. <laughs> we're getting Punisher versus Predator. We're getting Wolverine versus Predator. We're getting Deadpool versus the Alien and Predator universe. Um, <laughs> and we're getting um, oh, okay, um, and we're getting um, fucking symbiote, alien, predalien shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Hickman must be running out of ideas. Um. I yeah. hated that guy's Avengers run. I didn't like it. What? It, was, it was Are you serious? A little really bit I read of it. It was okay. Dude, speaking right. of people we hate, um, Josh Sweden yes. got canceled. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. Let's get into this. Uh, so did Jeremy Johns. Oh. Let's talk about this canceled <laughs> stuff. Let's start with this uh, Justice League drama. So, Ravenhill, our, our good king, Cyborg himself, the man that worked six months to be in a movie for, like, six minutes, um, with, with <laughs> no act. Poor, poor buddy. I, f- I still feel bad for him. So Ray Fisher made a, a public accusation towards Joss Whedon calling him abusive and unprofessional with his behavior on set. Um, gross, abusive, unprofessional, and completely unacceptable. Ooh, we pulled out the, the multi-syllables on him. But, so, what, did he, what, what did he do? Did he say um, what he did? Let's see. Fisher offered yeah. no corroboration for his claims and attempts to reach his representatives for further clarification when unanswered. Whedon had no comment. Um, yeah, he just he posted that Joss Whedon's onset treatment of the cast and crew of Justice League was gross, abusive, unprofessional, and completely unacceptable. He was enabled in many ways by Jeff Johns and John Berg. Accountability greater than entertainment. Hmm. Um, I'll say this. At the very least, he didn't go onto 4chan after the release of his version of Justice League and ruin his career. Bruh. Oh my god, we can talk about that too. Master of shooting themselves in the foot. Well, I'm going to hear about this. I don't know about that drama. That, the, 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 the Trank drama? Oh, Josh oh, Trank yeah. after, after Fantastic Four, man. Yeah, yeah that's what he's I, 
I I very vividly remember because uh, Nick is like, hey, Josh Trank's on 4chan and Twitter right now, like ruining his career live, live for all of us to watch, and and uh, we all we all hopped in. Oh boy, that was a hot mess. So I, I'm gonna give Josh credit for not doing that. Yeah, I mean, what are, what around the the table? What are kind of uh, our thoughts about this? I mean, this isn't the first time Josh has been criticized for his uh, behavior with cast and crew before. Um, also, we don't have any. He, uh, he, he, he had an affair a couple of years ago too. Yeah, that's, yeah, he that's went, true. Went through yeah. that whole scandal. Yeah, he was very clearly cheating on his wife. Yeah, he had oh the, he had the big cheating scandal. He's always had a weird. He's had a, a weird kind of uh, white knight type of relationship with a lot of women I've seen, um, which is oh, really? it's, I, I think it's ironic because a lot of his portrayals of characters are seen as the stronger. I think I'll say this. Women. I think I'll say this about Joss. Like I'm not like defending his actions, but I I don't want people to really take away from the fact that like he is a really creative person and when you know like people get to actually sit down one-on-one with him and, and talk like I've, I've heard podcast episodes of him just like talking about everyday life stuff and it's like dude this guy's actually got some really good like solid ideas on life mm-hmm. and 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 it's just so weird to see like these these two sides of him because uh, like there's like my first reaction is like yeah that's that's a really shitty thing to do Joss like he's he's smarter yeah. than that you know so, you know, that brings in my second reaction is that I definitely, uh, dude, he, he, he's just a fucking smart guy. And it's like, he's smarter than all of this. You know, it's like, why, why do you have to be abusive towards your wife? Why do you have to, like, right. you know, do these shitty things on set? And it's like, I, I, I know that he's better than that deep down. But I think also, too, that there, there's probably a lot of things that we don't know about in his personal life that causes him to be the way that, uh, that he is, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of excuse me, um behind what you're saying. Um I don't know. I, I'm waiting for more details to come out from from Ray Fisher's uh camp and everything cuz this just dropped like yesterday. So just to to see some kind of more details on the situation um cuz if it, if it's true it's just it's just disappointing. There's already stuff with uh Joss that like that's been going around the whole rumor mill and whatnot about is just like it's treatment of women. Now we got this treatment of staff, um, getting some con- conflicting messages. So I, I, I don't get the impression that Ray Fisher is the type to really like make a, a false a- a- accusation like any of them. I'm just going to take it seriously, see what information comes out, see what the rest of the cast says, just like, you know, take it take it as it comes. What are what are your guys' kind of thoughts? And then we can kind of spin into the the whole cancel conversation. I think that would be really interesting. I think to add to what Luke said uh, about Joss Whedon being a smart guy, and I feel like even smart people do dumb things. And I feel like <laughs> yeah. just because he has yeah, yeah. The, you know, just you're right. he has knowledge, and I feel like because he feels like he's a very capable man, being like. Uh, a writer and director and how used to having that much control i feel like in part of being someone with that much control you should also have the ability and the knowledge and the patience to be a considerate 
sort of leader to your production. And I feel like with yeah. that, he's used to high production with a lot of stress. So even with someone being that smart, you could come off like an asshole. And smart mm. people, when tested, usually get really good at being assholes. So I feel like maybe he he was stressed or something, or maybe he just like, I don't know, the, the, the last minute changes and him coming into it and like not being fully prepared, I don't know. But yeah, man, I feel like that's that's really that's really bad, really shitty that he came into it with that mentality and that sort of had an effect on both the cast and the crew. And I wonder how much of that played into the bad taste in Ben Affleck's mouth coming out of the Justice League experience. Yeah, there right. was like, he said he was like, well, so funny because yeah. Ben Affleck originally said that uh you know, playing Batman had saved his life. It had made him sober again because he was on a he was spiraling downward. And then it seems like after the whole thing happened with Zack Snyder, Joss Whedon took over. Uh, shortly after that, Ben Affleck actually like reverted back to being an alcoholic and reverted back to like heavy chain smoking and just overall like he got bloated again. He started gaining weight. All this shit happened after Joss took over. So something clearly weighed down on him. Clearly, well, I think there's was he going through a divorce? Originally, he was going through a divorce. That that was also happening on top of that. But um, I, I'm just wondering if you know just- transitioning from director to director. Because even if you're transitioning from one good director to another good director, it can be stressful for cast and crew because they're they're different directors. Okay, they have different visions and different styles of directing. Um, different. Uh, they want their actors to do different things. So. Mm-hmm. You know, you're used to one person like you know Zach. They just came out of doing BVS um, into Justice League. Middle of the shoot, they had to switch. You know, um, that's going to be stressful. He was dealing with a lot of things, so I I don't know. I really don't know. Maybe maybe Joss was an asshole. Um, I don't know. Who knows, dude? It it's a weird situation. It really is. Yeah, I'm I'm waiting for more information to comment on it. The whole thing is just. It's just, it's just disappointing to hear. Um, and it's, uh, yeah. I, it's one of those things where I guess we can kind of get into the, the bigger, larger conversation about kind of the nature that canceling and I guess like pre-cancel activity has uh, kind of taken um, and kind of the whole thing with like the statute of limitations because it's been like four years since the production of Justice League, four or five years. So it hasn't been that long. Oh, still wow. am. Yeah. It, it, yeah. it feels longer than that. It honestly. feels longer. Twenty twenty is long as shit. Um, <laughs> but so we got we got a lot of stuff going around, especially in like the YouTube digital thing. People are getting canceled left and right. Chris Lee has his allegations. Um, Jenna Marbles put out an apology video. Nikki Limo dropped an apology video. Shane Dawson dropped his apology video. Jeremy um, Johns needs to drop his. Jeremy Johns, I feel like, is coming because uh, there's a video of Jeremy Johns in blackface. I forgot what the YouTube landscape was like in, um, back in, like, 08 and 09, but it was a lot of videos. Um, Chris, not Chris Crocker. Chris something. There's another parody person. A lot of Remember people Remember when the sub blackface. button was yellow on YouTube? Oh, God, I'm so old. Only, only, the, real, only the real OGs will remember that. You don't understand, bro. I've been oh, on yeah. YouTube since 2006. Wow. I remember that yellow sub button and the customized YouTube page. <laughs> Where I had Sasuke as oh, my God. background. But, like, what are y'all kind of thoughts on the uh, whole, what's been going down with, like, 
the canceling and whatnot, like, I feel like Shane's is justified, but for, like, Nikki Limo and Jenna Marbles, I, I appreciate the place it's coming from, but I think it's... I'm not even sure what was going on with Jenna Marbles. So Jenna Marbles, because um, I watched enough of hers to... to and, I, and I follow her, so, like, her videos pop in my feed. Um, recently, for, like, the past couple of years, she's just been doing videos about, like, her dogs and weird things she'll do. She's like, I turned myself into a balloon via a green screen and makeup. I'm like, okay. Like, she's always done kind of odd, but nothing really problematic. I forgot uh, earlier on, she did like a, this corny wax song with some... I, I guess you, you, you could just describe it as like offensive epithets related to Chinese people, and she dressed as Nicki Minaj and put on brown face, and then, like, and you see her take the wig off. Too, that she had in the video and she like shows that she privated all the videos now she's just going on this long apology and basically at the end of the video she's saying that she isn't sure if she's going to return to YouTube just taking time to kind of reflect uh, before she moves forward so I give her credit for getting ahead of the curve and kind of being observational and the stuff has been down for a hot minute like I think a while ago she noticed it was trouble this is just the first time she's spoken out about it so you can't find it in her own channel I'm sorry someone's uh reposted it but like with her and like we also have a bunch of voice actors stepping down from black characters we can talk about that in a little bit but with like the jenna marble stuff that one i mean she's shown she's changed in terms of her content and her character like she's probably one of the few white women i'd say that has spoken out about white privilege and in, like interviews and shit so like i, I gotta give her you know her props for that. The Jeremy Johns one just kind of made me sad. There's, there's, it's just blatantly him in blackface. But it also like it doesn't make sense because he was dressed up as Blade, but he had yeah. this big ass, fake ass afro. Yeah, that was yeah. So it's just one of those things. Like it, it he was seventies Blade. In the comics, well, seventies Blade looked kind of <laughs> like Luke Cage though. He didn't have a big fro either. His hair was about as long as mine. Seventies Blade had an orange jacket. He didn't have yeah. a jacket. In, like, green have, shades. Yeah, he didn't have green shades. He but knew like, it. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jeremy's the, the like, one that really kind of Wait, gets... isn't uh, Chris Stuckman also cancelled, too, or...? No, <laughs> did he? Did Stuckman kind of like shit? I know there's another one, like, Doug Walker said in the Edward in a video. I forgot it, and I, I'm Campia like... Campia said the N-word, and nobody even, like, done anything about him. <laughs> well, like, yeah, he actually addressed that recently. One of his shows. God. And he, yeah, and he like he removed he didn't remove the video because like he's not gonna what's it oh, called? So he's not gonna Robert deny Meyer that Burnett, it happened. Oh yeah, remember so, Robert Meyer Burnett got himself fuck canceled? Him. <laughs> yeah. How do we yeah, man? How do we what feel do do? about the, the cancel culture that. going on? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, he, so, say, he said looters need to be shot on site or something. He's like Oh shit, yeah, that did happen. He was okay, like yeah. going crazy. Yeah, he's like, I don't even care. What are y'all thoughts about the whole cancel culture thing? Because, like, on the one hand, I understand the motivation behind it. Like, there, I feel like there are some things that you just can't, like, go past. Like, R. Kelly, Bill Cosby, Epstein, um, who's the one they just arrested? Epstein's friend. His, uh, his, oh, his lady. Right. Like... There's some stuff that's like, nah, I don't know if you can really... I, in the public, in the in the court of public opinion, I don't think you can come back from that. Um, but I then you have like, like 
Jenna Marbles or like Nikki Limo laughing at Shane Dawson's joke about Trayvon Martin. What? So that so yeah, so her and her husband were on Shane Dawson's podcast and he made some some off color joke about it and they kinda laughed about it and she had she put out her own apology video talking about like it was inappropriate. Um, my husband and I shouldn't have done that. It wasn't right. Because the shit's been circulating because Shane Dawson's been fucking up for years. <laughs> and now it's finally catching up with him. So I'm like, it's it's all depends on the person, but I do think some people go overboard. Like Jenna Marbles. I'm like, of all the fucking people, the white woman that does videos about her dogs and like just videos of them <laughs> swimming in pools and eating cakes and shit. I'm like, really? Well, here's the first time you like, I'm like, oh, hold on. You know she put YouTube, right? She's like, I'm retiring because of this. Yeah, I, th- I think she's saying she's at least taking a short break. Um, but okay. she, it, it's undetermined if she's returning or not. Like, I've watched her content recently. It's nothing wrong with it. She, I feel like dogs. Like, I just, right. This, that was kind of blown out of proportion. And I, but I, she was trying to get ahead of it. I don't know. What What are y'all thinking? I feel like the cancel culture is like it's it's like a like a bull like seeing red or like a or like the Tasmanian devil like granted some of the stuff that it hits is valid but I feel like it's like yeah. it's it's going for anything that's red you know and I feel like it's and I, I know that granted a part of it's like a like a political thing and it's like it's it's going so much in one direction and it's just like cancel everything and then the people on the other side are like uh cancel nothing everything is like people are too sensitive and i feel like it needs to be like a middle ground yeah, for like, like okay let's know what's episode. appropriate what's not appropriate yeah community like i don't feel like community did anything the community really wrong. Did, didn't make any uh, sense to me either because i was like that was that was confusing i guess we can also kind of what about the voice with, actors like, yeah, the thing with voice actors. Why did Alison Bree say I'm? I'm like ashamed to be playing a Vietnamese character. I'm like, but why? Yeah, I'm just. She's like, I, I apologize for playing a Vietnamese character. I'm like, you should have felt bad six seasons ago before the fucking show ended. Like, the, the, yeah. the thing I want to know is how much of this, uh, these people resigning or people like all these apologies is social pressure and how much of it is genuine. I feel. <laughs> I feel they're trying to get ahead of potential social pressure because there's also I, the one from Big Mouth. Cleveland stepped down. I, I, yeah. I mean, I also want to get um, DC Luke's thoughts about it as as someone well, else. We need to like, get the guy that voices the horse on BoJack to step down. You need a real horse to voice him. I, that was all the <laughs> I, I feel like I mean, how, far, how far do we want to push this cultural stuff? I mean, I mean, I mean, if you really want to get technical, I mean, Chadwick Boseman isn't African. You know, I mean, yeah, I literally heard somebody pop off on Twitter that they didn't hire a legitimate African to play Black Panther. You know, like none of the cast was actually from Africa. Well, to be <laughs> fair, Lupita Nyong'o's from Mexico, so she's Mexican. Yeah, she's Mexican, exactly. You know, and, and, and that's another thing about cancel. That's another thing about uh, cancel culture is that the lines are kind of being blurred between um, ethnicity and nationality. Those are two yep. things that are kind of being blurred and blended together. Yeah, 100%. But, um, wow. DC, I mean, DC, Luke, would you, I kind of want to get your thoughts about the, the voice actor thing, because for me, maybe I'm going to sound like the unpopular voice here. As someone who is black and enjoys voice acting, it's not as big of a deal 
for me. I would love to see... I want more opportunities for people of other races to get into the voice acting business because it's not easy and mm -hmm. it's also rather... I won't say, like, exactly homogenized, but there is a degree of nepotism because you... Like, if you intake enough media, you pick up who the main people are for cartoons and for anime. So, yeah. like, Johnny Young Bosch, Yuri Lowenthal, those are your go-to heroes for anime. Um... But and then you get to the other side and you have like Nolan North and Troy Baker are taking over video games. Mm -hmm. You have the, the main ones, um like Billy West or um who's the motherfucker that voice bender? Who's my man? Uh John DiMaggio. Yeah, John DiMaggio. You have like a you have a lot of regulars that are seasoned because they do great work. They're amazing talents. Like Nancy Carwright been voicing Bart for like longer than I've been alive. Um yeah, so right. I do think and I think they're slowly starting to open through their own avenues like we have things like canon busters Zeno robinson is a really talented black yeah. voice actor who does um he does cyborg on young justice he voices hawks on my hero academia he's that um whoever that new character is for pokemon he plays him so yeah. congrats to Zeno because you have secured a bag for eternity yeah he has that forever bag but i yeah. think for me it's like i'd rather them I don't care if the races really align, because Phil Lamar voiced Samurai Jack, and Cree Summer voiced that white girl from Tiny Toons. I think the problem is... And Kevin, My Kevin Michael Richardson voiced a fucking bear on Cleveland Show. <laughs> I, I think the problem is that there's just, like, the opportunities aren't there for other actors of other... Yeah, uh, I... It's that's weird, because I feel like people view it as, like, vocal blackface. Yeah, like, and I'm like, that's... Yeah, it's, it's like it's different. like there's I, no real audio blackface except for the time that John DiMaggio has played black characters. Um, yeah, but I still think I, it's funny. <laughs> I think there's okay. Um, Y'all feel free to. All right, I'm just I'm just gonna come out and say it. I don't think it's about. I I feel like there's a lot of false equivalencies going around. I think more than anything, it's about providing opportunity, like equal opportunities for all different types of voice actors to be able to go for these different types of roles. I think, from my perspective, this is me kind of speaking as a cynic as well. Um, a lot of the people I think stepping down right now are stepping down. I think out of, I think some of them are stepping down out of pressure. Um, like the guy voicing Cleveland, I. I'm sure he's a great guy. I don't see that being genuine, but I, at the same time, at the same time, like it would be nice to get more black voices with a lot of these characters. It would be nice. Like, cause again, I feel like the big thing that we have to kind of understand is that like in a perfect world, everyone should be able to voice everybody, but yeah, yeah. it's not a perfect world. There's not the same opportunities for, a bunch of people and like even will was saying there's like a lot of nepotism for like a lot of roles like some people get the opportunity to do roles over others just because they're a lot more prolific or because you know their name draws in a lot um i i mean like i mean i i mean like does this play into like anime for example you know it, it, i mean like we have and i mean again we, that's we, the, that's, we, there's a whole we we too. see a lot of nepotism in the anime industry too when it comes to mm -hmm. voice acting on both the japanese and the american side um 
you know, there's a lot of talented voice actors that are never given a chance in anime that have auditioned several, so, you know, hundred times. Anime, I think, depends on, like, the actual... And it's like, and it's like we know for a fact that most of those people that are voice acting these anime characters are white people on the American side, you know? Yeah. So, where's... You know, like, like, is the outrage coming? You know, is is that next on the chopping block? To, does everyone have to be Japanese? You know, yeah. like, I, I not, not, I, not nationally, I, but ethnically Japanese I, I in order like to a, play the American version. I feel like that's a false equivalency, though, because heritage like that doesn't really usually come up in anime shows. Anime right, shows no, have, like, have like a lot of. They actually have like a lot of different. They have a, they have a lot of different ethnicities and they have a lot of different people of different like backgrounds and yeah well I mean if a show is like strictly like super Japanese and you can tell if like it's strictly like this is based in Japan and stuff you know mm-hmm. sure it would be cool right. but like I feel like it's a false equivalency to me just because it's mm-hmm. not as super coded I mean no um, I agree yeah. I I just I think that. <sighs> I feel like there's a lot of different types of arguments that are going around that I don't feel are fair to the mm-hmm. thing being put at hand. I think at the end of the day, more opportunities for more people, not only of color, but like people that can identify and can you know actually get with some of these characters and can have more opportunities to actually grow in this industry that can be very much based on nepotism, I think for me personally can only be good. In terms of yeah. people stepping down, again, whether it's genuine or not, like... I don't know. For me, it just feels kind of like it feels like a nice step to kind of get more voices in there. And I mean, it's not like they're not going to get any more work. The people stepping down, like you know, a lot of them got a lot of roles because you know they were just good at getting those roles and they had talent. It's like it's not like we're saying that people. The biggest thing I've seen for a while is that you know white actors aren't going to get any more roles. Like that's not true. No. You still can audition for stuff. It's just now we can take maybe into account, you know, you know, some people that usually didn't have a voice or didn't have as much of an opportunity as you, now they have that chance. Like, everyone still has to do their best at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Like you, at the end of the day, you're still going to cast who the best person is. Yeah. It's just, you know, you take a little bit more consideration into how that person kind of relates and like, you know, the experiences that that person can bring and like, you know, the actual talent that that person can bring. You can bring new voices onto your stuff. And I mean, again, we've been seeing a lot of that. Um, Aries, what's her, what's her name? The lady, the new um, lady that's voicing Mirko, Mirko, is it Mirko? Mirko. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, did you, did you see that Twitter thing or yeah. that video? It's like, so, this is, it's like they should have gotten someone black. This is, Right, this they should have like, gotten someone black, they should have gotten someone Hispanic, and she's both of those things. She's both? It's like, uh, like they should have gotten... It's like, again, this is an audio and then, blackface, and it's like, oh, she's black, so... Yeah. And, sorry, and you're again, racist. And that becomes the problem, too. Like, people are like, oh, they should sound this way, and it's like... That's racist. Uh, <laughs> a little bit. Like, so, I don't so They know. should get Luke for Goku. They should get me for joke. <laughs> I mean, there was that whole thing with uh, all that voice actor stuff that came out from Funimation during the dubs. All their problematic shit yeah, somehow and, went nowhere. Yeah, like, there, there's definitely drama in the voice acting community. Dude, that, and there that, was yeah. drama at Rooster Teeth too. Remember, people got yeah. canceled oh, or something. Oh, let me ask you guys this. Let me ask you guys this tough question. Do you think there would be? This is a question out of curiosity. Do you think there would be uproar? If there was a white character voiced by a black dude, 
No, no. because it's happened. Because I, I think, I think the perfect <laughs> recent example is is at least for anime. Zeno Robinson voices Hawks. Hawks is Japanese as shit. Yeah, he's clearly not black. <laughs> <laughs> he's a Japanese dude with big ass red bird wings, and he looks cool as hell, and he's awesome. He's the number two hero for a reason. Yeah, but Zeno is black. Yeah, and I, I gotta Solo give him voice Aquaman or something in the New Fifty Two movies. I say what? So. I think Phil uh, Mar voices Aquaman yeah. in the New Fifty Two movies. Oh yeah, he voices him in Young Justice and uh, in Injustice. Yeah, doesn't times. Keith Davidson? Uh, didn't he at some point voice Shredder? Or, like, didn't a black dude voice Shredder? At some yeah. point, uh, the uh, Uncle Phil voice Shredder, I think, in the original. Yeah, Uncle Phil voice Shredder. Really? Um, yeah. Kevin Michael, I, I will say, Kevin Ooh, Michael Richardson that, that like black this. ass Joker in the Batman <laughs> that had the dreads. Yeah, I, but I mean, like, I mean, Tara Strong voices a light skinned girl on the Boondocks. She's either white skin or white. Um, so it's just oh, like, really? yeah, ter- I, it's it's always funny whenever you if you can pimp if you know people's voices. It gets really funny when you realize that um, Yakko Warner is calling people racial slurs on the boondocks. Yeah. <laughs> Why is no one mad that Jalil White voiced Sonic when Sonic is clearly not? <laughs> He's <black>. blue. <laughs> Get him out. He's blue. I, Somebody about to say blue. I, I mean, He's a goddamn head. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to say this, Aaron. I feel like there's always going to be people that don't consider, like, the larger... They don't consider, like, the larger picture with a lot of this stuff. There's always going to be people who are going to be like, well, if a black person can voice this thing, then a white, only a white guy can voice this, or whatever. And you always yeah, get that like, same like, thing. That's racist. Yeah, you always get that same <laughs> thing of, like, oh, well, how would you like it if a white guy voiced Black Panther? Like, not yeah. equivalent at all. It's not the same right? thing. Like, the, the like, it's not doesn't the same add thing. up. So, like, I mean, it... I don't know. That's my whole... That's, that's just my whole spiel on it. Like, again, if people... Listen to this if they want to call me out as like I don't know SJW leftist cuck I don't care. Yeah, that's they should just... have Arnold Schwarzenegger voice Black Panther. Oh God! <laughs> no. Are you? I, I will. God, say, that would be. That would be weird. That I will say I, I threw off my mother by showing her Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder because I forget sometimes how good that blackface is. But it's also like part of the story, and that's that, why it works. Yeah, like the it serves a purpose because it's it has, to be like yeah. isn't this fucked up? Like, this is fucked up. (laughs) It's hard to make blackface work in film. (laughs) Tropic Thunder is probably the only example where I'm like, no, it has a purpose. Yeah, you want to know why? Because Tropic Thunder is actually smart as fuck. It's a very smart movie. People don't give Tropic Thunder enough credit. The movie is smart as fuck. And, like, it handles shit really well. So, you know, I don't think Robert really shit if he's canceled or not. I mean, he's the most successful actors in in history. You know? I mean, the... I just don't think he should care. I mean, I wouldn't if I was in his position. I'm just yeah. Like, I don't think uh, anyone actually like, cares I, about it. I got like a billion dollars from playing Iron Man over the years. Like, fuck off. The, <laughs> the irony of the situation is that more black people remember Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man than they will as him as a black man. I think no, it's actually real, though, very that, telling that that movie's great, and I will defend him doing blackface because I don't really consider that blackface. I mean, really, it really it was art. <laughs> I mean, really, that but that, it has a, that movie is low key, yeah. and I don't mean him doing blackface is art. I mean, like the the film is art. I mean, you yeah. guys, you guys are right. It is a really smart movie, and it's it flew way under the radar. I mean, it it should it in my <laughs> mind it it deserved at least a nomination for an Oscar. Yeah, I feel like people know that though. I don't think people really yeah. ever. I don't think anyone really it, gets it. It's a sleeper. 
It's I mean, the they sleeper, only... dude. Dan Castellaneta. Oh. Yeah. Which is Homer. Yeah, Luke can do a good Homer impression. <laughs> I'm not going to do it now. I'm going to mess it up. Do it now. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Donuts, dude. Say donuts. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yikes. Whatever. I can't, see, I can't do it now. Oh, that was good. <laughs> I'm not mad. That was good. That's the problem. It um, was good, but whatever. <laughs> but, I mean, Bottom line. Like, it's, it, I think that the before we go into our to our last topic, <laughs> we kind of close out the whole cancel culture. Do we have to <laughs> do this last topic? <laughs> I'm curious about it. Nobody just cares get... about Sony Spider-Man. I care. I care about <laughs> I care. it. But I've um, been talking about Silver and Black for like five years now. I want this movie, man. I still need to. I think one day we'll go through that damn script. I have it. You sent it to me. I yeah. I started it, and then I'm just like, fuck. I'm gonna do something else. So I, I didn't like get silver that. and black. What the fuck, Nick? Uh, <laughs> you sent me Justice League Dark and I didn't get that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we'll do a separate show where we go through um, some abandoned scripts. I feel like that could be fun. Yeah, that would be fun. Be fun. Yeah. But yeah, to kind of close out the whole uh, voice thing, I just think it's dumb for people to leave on character that they've been on for like... It'd be one thing if you've been there for like a season and you decide to step down, like, with the Hellboy uh, actor. But, like, if you've been on the shit for a decade and some change, bro, just stay. Right. Like, Seriously. I really could give two shits if, like, a black dude voice Cleveland simp-ass brown and his fine-ass wife. Simp-ass like, <laughs> brown! Bro, how you gonna, how, how you gonna be on a show, get your all set off, and cancel, go back to the original show, and then step down? Like, the fuck? <laughs> yeah, like, bro, like, if you did it between that show getting canceled and Family Guy, sure, but, like, I don't care. I don't care. Fucking, yeah. you know, fucking white people voice black people. Black people is voiced Asians. Asians have voiced probably white people. I'm sure Do you think that there right. ever will be an outrage, for, Do you think there ever will be an outrage, though, for uh, black people voicing white people? No, I don't see why Probably. it should be. Do you? I mean, it, is there, Asian is, is the there some too. irony there? Is there like some hypocrisy so. there? I will no. see, but uh, it it'll only be by uh, people with that that those three special cases. Yeah, see, because like every time every time this kind of topic comes up, the the usual non-answer is that white people have had their chance, and it's like <laughs> I don't know. To me, that's just like a non-answer. You know, it's like. I feel like if if a white person can't voice a black person or an Asian person or a this or that X person, you know, I feel like it should be like equivalent to everyone, you know. I mean, and, in a perfect world, it would be. Yeah, exactly. I, exactly. I feel like I don't know. Dude, acting... this, this topic's just really complicated, really, yeah. and it's like I. I really just don't know how I feel about it. I mean, I guess it's like, it goes back to what Luke was saying earlier, is like, it, are, are they doing it out of, you know, themselves being genuine, or, you know, is it just uh, pressure among society, you know, kind of like forcing their hand here, you know, and it's like, I guess, I don't know, it's just like a case-by-case basis. I yeah. guess it's like... I mean, yeah. I mean, it's I like mean, the guy that... It's like the guy that voices the, uh, you know, voices Cleveland on Family Guy. You know, it's like, I don't know, for me, it's just such a minor, it's such a minor role and such a minor thing. He's been doing it for years. Nobody was mad about it over all these years. No. You know? Yeah, so, 
Not a soul. Yeah. yeah I just, I'm, I'm fine with it. Um, so, I guess we can move on to, to the last topic. Um, got some shit going on with Sony. There's So, it's like, there's good news and there's silly news. The good news, uh, Into the Spider-Verse 2 is starting pre-production. Yes. And so, yeah. Uh, yeah, Christopher Miller took to Twitter and he uh, said, the development of new groundbreaking art techniques being done for the next Spider-Verse movie are already blowing me away. It's going to make the first movie look quaint. Which is a very hefty statement to make. So there's a, that, and then that's a bold ass statement. That's a very that's a brave and the bold ass statement. And then we have the other <laughs> news that uh, Sony's still trying to decide on whether or not they want to do spinoffs for Spider-Man. Give me my goddamn Aranya movie. Son <laughs> of a bitch. You need your I remember a Mexican so. Spider Girl swinging from buildings <laughs> with her magic powers. God damn it! La- I love that. Last character. year at Comic Con. Last year at Comic Con, me and Nick actually got to meet Lord Miller, and uh, <laughs> Nick Nick just straight up asked him. He's like, "Yeah, so uh, you guys working on Spider Verse 2? <laughs> like, like before anything was announced, it was just so funny because like they both just gave Nick like the the weirdest smile ever, just kind of like <laughs> offhandedly confirming that yes, they are indeed working on it. Um, it was just funny because they like oh, they obviously they were, wouldn't like, say anything. Or something. No, dude. Well, yeah, yeah they hi. just kept on eating dinner, and then and then like uh, uh, Chris was like obsessed with what it's like something was in my shirt pocket, and he's like, "What's in your pocket?" And I'm like, "Dude, it's like <laughs> it was it was my it was my vape," and I showed him my vape, and he was like all intrigued by it. But I'm like, looking back at it, I'm like, I think he was just trying to get us off topic of Spider Verse. <laughs> what? Huh? Like, stop! Stop asking questions about an unannounced movie that we're definitely working on. Was the kind of <laughs> vibe that I was getting. So, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Oh, and and then like twenty minutes later, me and Nick were in line uh, to get inside of like this after party, and their agent. It's so funny. Like, like their old manager was standing behind us, and we ended up talking to her, which was really weird. It was yeah. like really, really weird. But. And then Clancy Brown walked past I'm, us I'm and ignored me. Yeah, he was a total <laughs> dick, which, which is not is not surprising because Clancy is notoriously a dick to people in public. He's Mr. Krabs. Okay. Yeah, we're ready for the crabs. Exactly. So it checks no, out. No, like Nick literally yelled Clancy like he was standing like five feet from us, and he was like on his phone, and he he looked up at Nick. Nick Nick was like trying to wave him over like this, and uh, Clancy just looked at him, and he goes like that and walks away. He just like turns his head. He's just like not even acknowledge this hardly. It was funny. <laughs> but um, anyway. but then again, I I don't know. There was like a thousand. There there was like a thousand people in the street, so I assume they didn't want to draw attention to him. Anyways, I digress. What y'all think about Whoa, this the Sony news? Spider-Verse 2 is exciting. Uh, the only spin-off I really care to see is Silver and Black, just because it's such a ridiculous concept. Uh, I, need uh, I need to see where it goes. I'm so they're bad. still trying to I figure out... They're, trying, they're still trying to figure out if they can make it work without Spider-Man, but it's like... You can't! You guys don't, you, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but like, here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. Don't they, you know, share the contract with with Marvel and Disney? So couldn't they just bring Tom Holland over anyways if they wanted to? I feel like if if anything was to take the model of what they should do and use Spider-Man, use him sparingly. Use him to the equivalent of what the Harley Quinn show uses Batman in. 
Like he's there, but he's like barely there. He's like support. Which is like, like here's the thing, dude. It's like Venom. Is this Venom to everything up, dude. Yeah, this is part of the Morbius Venom verse. Yeah, is like, yeah. Are we connect? Are we the, making? It's a villain. They're trying to build a villain verse for some reason, <laughs> and they're it's trying to like. They're trying to think outside of the box because they they clearly they they can't make a Spider Man movie, um, that, you know that's in the bag at Disney. Um, I don't know, dude. I just don't know where like where they could take half of the stuff because you know I know that they have rights to a lot of Spider Man characters, but it's like you know they how pick the dumbest shit man. to work with. Yeah, they announced yeah, stuff like, like Adam Webb solo film, and I'm like, what? Yeah, and the animated uh, all girl. Spider Verse spinoff, which is like just like a couple of years a ago, second. they asked they they asked Disney permission to use some really really obscure characters that would never work on screen in a billion jillion years, like Jack. So like why? Well, no, <laughs> oh, well, they were asking Jackpot. for like they were asked for Spider Pig and and uh, who? What's that one Spider Man quote unquote villain that's just like this old fat grandma lady who has no superpowers? She's just kind of like an annoyance. I forget um, her name. I remember who you're talking she, about, but I can't. She appeared in, like, one issue of a comic in, like, the 90s, and they wanted to use her in a movie for some reason. I'm like, why? Why would you... What? Like, she was supposed to be yeah, an antagonist. I'm like, why? In the Sony-verse. What? Here's the thing. Why don't you use one of the other spider versions? You got Kane. You got Ben Riley. You got Miguel O'Hara. Like... It's okay Hello. if it's not Pete, which really proves that they're trying to bank off the acknowledgement, not just of, it's not Spider-Man, it's Peter Parker that they're trying to bank off of. Because, like, like, you can use these villains and just be like, oh, this is for Spider-Man Ben Riley. this is for Spider-Girl Aranya, this is for, um, this is for Miguel O'Hara. You have access to a bunch of other Spider-People. Like, and the right. fact that you come up with these ideas, like, well, we'll just have these villains do their own thing so they can get their Suicide Squad team-up movie to fight, uh, to fight no or some shit. There's no, no way, but there's no way they're gonna be... Dude, what team-up would they even build to? That's, like, the same dumb idea as, like, Dark Universe. Like, what are all these monsters in a fight? Like, what greater threat? It's gonna be the what about, Sinister what Six what about more the and they have to, yeah, Morlun. They have to Loon team up with Spider-Man to, to beat the Inheritors. Yeah, That's like inner, the the interdimensional interdimensional vampires headed by Mar Mar Marlin Marlun. Marlun. And we're, we're gonna get. That's how we're gonna get our one, live action. I heard one comic writer. There was a comic writer who pronounced it Marlun. So other people call it Marlin. So I Marlin. I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was Morlin. I was talking it's Morlin. Morlin. I think it's Morlin or or Morlun or whatever. Whatever, dude. Whatever. I don't know. Interdimensional vampires, literal vampire pot belly goblins hobbling right. around, <laughs> coming after us. Do you guys think that Sony should develop a sinister? Uh, what was it called? Spider Man and the Superior Foes. Superior Spider Man. Fuck no. But that's all. That's just because I don't. I'm not the fondest of that storyline. See. Sony's had this idea of building a Sinister Six story arc for years. I mean, since like 2010, yeah. and it's never came. It's never came to fruition. The closest they got was the Amazing Spider-Man Two. Um, oh, that awful, awful. 
and it's like even now you're 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 seeing like little trickles you're seeing little trickles of that in the mcu version of spider-man um i just don't think it's gonna happen man like like it's like they're trying too hard they can't they're just they're shotgunning things at the wall hoping something's gonna stick and you know venom was probably man i don't know venom's weird because on one hand i think it's kind of garbage but like on the other hand i think it's kind of but it's Tom Hardy's kind of cool. It's like kind of cool. Yeah, well, it is. But like, I kind of respect like like they're they're following like the like loosely the new canon of Venom and like the symbiote species in general. And I kind of I kind of dig it. Like I dig that 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 new deep dive into the symbiote's origins. You know, with like Noel and and the the planet of the symbiotes and all that. Like I think it's actually pretty damn cool. Uh, they're kind of like. They were kind of like loosely, loosely they, basing that Venom movie off that. What? Yeah, when did they, when did they mention Noel? They didn't. They didn't mention Noel, but but they implied, they kind of implied that, that yes, they do come from a another planet. Uh, they yeah, you know Clintar crash landed. Right? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, Clintar, Clintar. Like, yeah, knowing um, Sony, they're they, they're gonna want to use Noel because Venom honestly doesn't have a lot working with them that isn't the same thing in Power Ranger colors. Like, wow. Null is one of the few... Like, whether you like him or hate him, design-wise, <laughs> he's at least different than Carnage, who's red Venom, or, like, Screech, which is yellow Venom with red hair. Oh, Riot. This is the longest we've gone, Riot by the way. Riot, Riot, Riot. Venom. Venom. Uh, Venom. Venom. Silencer, the black dog Venom. Like... This is like the longest we've gone, dude. Without an without a Marvel movie, isn't it? In a while, like I I don't know. Maybe it's just this, this like, whole pandemic. This is like phase thing, one but... again. Yeah, because of fucking. <sighs> this is weird, man. It, it it because there for a minute, dude. Marvel was just dropping them films like every couple months. It seemed like yeah, it's I mean, almost that, that pandemic. We would have had Black Widow and Morbius. Oh God! Oh, we would have by now. Yeah, you're oh, right. Like, dude, I almost forgot. I, I kind of forgot about Black Widow. I'm not gonna lie. Well, Morbius entirely until like I was watching something. It's like, what about? Uh, I think we were talking last week. And, like, yeah, you notice how there's been like no advertisements for close so long. We don't get another movie until 2023. <laughs> they stopped all marketing for both of those films, dude. Like, I haven't yeah. seen anything. Or Turkey. Which is really yeah. funny because I still see uh, bags of chips and toys for Wonder Woman eighty four's marketing. Because oh my god, really, the <sighs> shit was already shipped by the time the pandemic was out. So I'm just like, well, can't do anything about that one. You know, like, I actually forgot about that film too. And like my my girlfriend the other day asked me, she's like, didn't that movie come out like a year or two ago? I was like, if I can be completely honest, just on the subject of all this. Fuck movie theaters! I don't want them to come back. Not only oh, that, oh, but I like I, I, they're Drive in theaters. I'm. Yeah, that, yeah, that's the way to go. Cool I'll, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. we can't. We just can't roll past that. Why do you <laughs> hold, hold on? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me. Let me. Let me say something real quick. Let me say something real okay. quick. That being that. said. That being said, the movie theater industry is in deep shit right now, financially. Oh, yeah. Okay. To think they, the they, 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 the they are in deep theater. shit. There are there are there are theaters that are all across the country that are on the cusp of closing down forever. Meanwhile, Hollywood has been using like like this is a perfect storm for Hollywood, okay? Because now 
now is the perfect time for them to start testing the waters on uh, straight, straight to straight to streaming, like straight to streaming, like fuck going to the movie theaters and having to wait like four months or five months for your, the DVD or Blu-ray to come out, you know, so everyone can legitimately watch it again at home. They're they're testing the waters now and saying, you know what, everyone can just like rent the movie for twenty bucks, invite your friends and family over, and just have a home movie, you know, a, a, your your own little home movie setup. You know, um, and they're testing the waters because that's that's been an idea in Hollywood for like twenty years now, right? Ever mm-hmm. since like decent internet internet speeds have been a thing, that has been an idea that has stuck around in Hollywood, and this is just the perfect storm for that. So I think as more and more movies keep getting released to streaming, um, you know, if, if if this pandemic keeps going, which in all likelihood it's going to. Um, Movie theaters are done for for the foreseeable future. Whether it's they're gonna not open until like late late this year or early next year, or just some of them might, majority of them might not ever come back. Yeah, the the only one I'm really disheartened about is the Alamo, which is the bad bitch of movie theaters. Because yeah, Alamo is pretty kick ass. You're right. It, is it is it steeply priced? <laughs> yes, but man. Avengers Endgame and like as much as I'm kind of eh about Joker watching that shit at the Alamo hits different, bro. You weren't scared <laughs> in your movie seat seeing Joker? Nah, man, I was comfy as shit. Had my feet up with my sandwich <laughs> on my date. Hey, Good hey, ass hey, time. Hey, there ain't gonna be any movie shooters in here. This is this is high class stuff. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Alamo. That's 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 the that's the top tier. That's the you take a bitch to the Alamo, that's like Red Lobster, Cheesecake Factory. You can shit. That movie, the- <laughs> movie shooting thing reminds me of like this 4chan screenshot that I had where like this guy was like, uh, he posted that sad Pepe picture and he's like, <laughs> he's like, I want to see episode 9 opening night likely to get shot or something. I'm like, what the hell? Oh was God. it sad Pepe or sad Homer? Because oh. I remember... <laughs> Sad Homer. Anyway, Sad Homer. Yeah, where you got that hat? That was yeah. I should I should clarify. I'm not really excited about people losing their jobs and losing money. Uh, no, no, just the movie theaters themselves. That I can understand. Yeah. It's yes. expensive for no reason. Yes. Speaking of movie theaters, let's let's get back to the matter at hand here. Why do you hate movie theaters? I've never had a good experience in a movie theater. I'm just being real with you. What? Except for I, in your whole ass life. I no, I like, don't like it. Like I don't like that experience. And like I'll we're, say, at a, we're, we're at a point in time. Hold on one second. Well, we're yeah. at a point in time where like we have much faster internet speeds and we just have much faster ease of access. Why would I not just want to watch something at home? Yo, I don't think you've ever been to a movie you didn't care about in a black theater. Bro, Queen and Slim <laughs> in a black theater was hilarious. Right, that was fantastic. Aaron, I'm in like a very, tired. I'm in a very Bible Belt area. There's not many black movie theaters around. Well, you gotta <laughs> find. You gotta go to the other side of town, bro. I might have. You're, dude, you're missing it's out. You didn't see thing. Night School in theaters. Night School. Uh, <laughs> actually, I'm gonna share. I'm gonna empathize with with uh, Luke for a second because I. As I get older, I'm finding that like the movie theater experience is becoming less and less enjoyable for a couple of different reasons. I'm finding that... Well, listen, listen, listen. I'm finding that the prices are going up 
for a ticket. True. The the right. food is going the the food's going up. I mean, even like like a small bag like a small bag of popcorn. Okay, at my local movie theater, the nearest theater to me is like nine bucks for a mm-hmm. small package itself. For, right for right for a small. Yeah, right right right. All right. <laughs> if, if if I go to see a popular movie like Star Wars or Avengers or something, like I went to every movie premiere on opening night for every Avengers film. And Boring what I found is, well, what I found is, is <laughs> as I get older, is that I'm kind of getting annoyed by the fans, and like particularly, I, I think you guys are right because I can empathize with you guys. I think Dude, like when when there's a good crowd, well, like when there's a good crowd and there's a good movie, you know, like the movie just hits differently because of like you you all are experiencing it together. Like I understand that. I've been through that yeah. with with several movies, especially I think. When The Force Awakens first came out, that was something special. I ended up really not liking the movie, but initially watching it in the theater with <laughs> with all those uh, Star Wars fans was 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 special to me, and I I will remember that forever. But there comes a time where I'm like, I'm just trying to watch the damn film, and there's like four people sitting behind me chewing loudly, like to the point where <laughs> I'm literally no 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 like I'm literally boiling red because I can't pay attention to the movie. Like I am out of the movie. And I am just listening to these people chomp and chomp and and text and chat with each other. Like it gets increasingly annoying, and I'm finding that experience happening more and more and more at the movie theater. Like it's it's really starting to like make like I the last time I went to the movie theater to watch a film, I almost went to the manager to demand my money back because I had such an awful experience. I like it, like, like it was te- like like it angered me. Like I was angry because I couldn't it's remember like when the we movie. Saw Dark Phoenix. With that. Yeah. Oh, God. You I think it's so like, bad. My whole thing, I think, is just like I understand why movie theaters like people still want them. It's a yeah. cool experience mm-hmm. if you're really into it. I feel like with how much we've kind of come forward in terms of like technology and stuff, we basically have theaters in our house now. I don't understand yeah. why I have to pay like fourteen. Yeah, I can understand that, well, but it's just like I'll say I, the issue. The issue with streaming, though, is that, is that as soon as it hits streaming, it's pirated immediately. It's pirated there's a lo- anyway. Yeah, well, but I mean, I'm saying that there's a l- massive loss of money because right now, mostly when it's pirating and it's in the theater, it's a shitty cam quality. So a I'm, lot of people well, are going to be like, "I want to see this in HD." Can, can I say? Well, apparently the sales haven't been no, that can effective. I, yeah, Go can ahead, I Luke. say this real quick? I don't give a fuck if Disney loses money. If I'm gonna be completely <laughs> honest. No, no, I don't give a fuck. I agree. No, I feel like we all I'm can agree. Patched up with more money. I agree yeah, with you, exactly. too, but I'm saying from a business standpoint, these businesses aren't going to want to release. I mean, what? Why do you think that Marvel hasn't released Black Widow yet? Because they know well, they dropped it on Disney. They're going to take a they massive loss. Yeah. No, I I get it. They could have they, like, they lost potential a, money, but we have theaters closing right now. We're already going to be probably they're probably going to see a hit in profits once we get out of the pandemic and like all these theaters oh, yeah. are already closed. Why not yeah, test it? And the ones that are the ones that are remaining, I have a theory too that the that the theaters that are going to remain after the pandemic, months from now, they're they're probably going to jack their prices so high that people are just not going to go to the movies. Well, I think they'll lower it because people are afraid to go to the movies, so they're going to lower it to give people more incentive to go to the theaters. It depends, dude. It depends. Like, like AMC, you already know AMC is going to jack their prices. Oh, God. <laughs> I thought like they were going like to lower their prices. They already no. have the $5 cheese. No, no, no dude. Corporate, corporate, 
prices. Listen, corporate movie theaters are going to jack their prices. The independent small business movie theaters are probably going to lower their prices to get more people now, in the door. I yeah, I've, I've, I've worked in the theater industry, guys. Like I worked for both a drive-in movie theater and a movie theater movie theater. Like I, I know some of the ins and outs of this stuff. Cheap. Like, and dude. Dude, honestly, drive-ins are, are awesome. That was my first job. Like, my, my dad has worked at our nearest drive-in movie theater since I was four years old. Okay, like, I grew up watching summer movies at the drive-in. Like, every summer from the time I was four. Go. Like, I'm, I'm, 28, I'm 28 years old this month, and I'm still going to the drive-in every summer. You know, and, and guess what? The drive-ins, at least my drive-in, is packed every weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It hasn't. We haven't gotten this much business since, uh, like, this pandemic has just caused business to boom in the drive-in industry. It really has. I mean, you even see Amazon. Amazon's putting up these pop-up drive-in movie theaters now, for free. Really? Ooh, <laughs> yeah. That's yes. Dope. Yes. There, there could yeah. this this but, this pandemic Amazon, could but, be yeah. that. This pandemic could be a research, like it could be the perfect storm for a resurgence of a dying industry, which is the drive-in industry. Very well I could think be. I'm okay with that. In, in, Me too. Yo, in the in the defense of, of movie theaters, and I can't speak for everybody, but I can speak for myself when I say that I am someone who has ADHD, and with the movies being in my home. I have like my computer and I have my phone right. and I have my lights and I'm going to pause it. But when I'm in the theater, the lights are off and the, and you can't pause it. And you have the sole objective for this two hour to watch the movie. I will tell yep. you this. I have yet to watch the Irishman because that's really long. And <laughs> oh, I feel like I would have definitely watched it if it was in theaters. Yeah. Uh, There's actually uh, a structure way to, I don't, to be fair, I don't think you're missing much not seeing the Irishman, but uh, uh, yeah, you're not, <laughs> you're not. Um, I because I, well, I mean, Aaron brings up a good point. He's like, you go to a theater; it's an event. I can understand that. Right. I can get behind that, right? Like, it's like there's an yeah. objective. I'm here to watch a fucking movie. If I'm sitting in the house, yeah, I will concede that point. I'm typically I go to my phone sometimes, and sometimes I might miss stuff. But I mean, because so I'm, I'm I don't know what I'm. Star Wars. Another thing that really bothers me about movie theaters is that you never quite know what you're going to get because like, okay, like my AMC movie theater, there's 18 screens, okay? It's like a megaplex of a movie theater. And uh, 18 screens, right? Not every screen is the, the same height or the same width. It's not the same quality. Some some of the projectors are older than, than some of the bigger uh, rooms are. Some of the seats are broken down. Uh, you just never quite know what you're going to get. Like, like also the pro, um, the projectionists are super. Um, at least, again, speaking from my movie theater experience, over the last couple of years, like these projectionists have just gotten kind of lazy because their their volume is really inconsistent. I've had to get up three times and ask the manager for the volume to be turned up on the behalf of the entire movie theater because the volume is so low and. Two of the times, I didn't even get a response. He's like, yeah, I'll talk to the projectionist, see if he can turn the volume up for you guys. Never once did they turn up the volume. You know, the the lens was half out of focus. I mean, it's just like, it's a it's a mixed bag going to the movie theater anymore for me. So, like, I kind of empathize with, with both sides here. I really do. I really do. I and it's like, th th those events, those, those events have just kind of boiled up into me just not wanting to go to the movies anymore. 
unless it's like a drive-in movie theater experience because again loud loud annoying people talking and chewing their food and the volume not being loud enough or the lens being half focused like it just oh man it just it gets me dude it really does like i don't know grinds your gears to to your point i feel like there are certain movie theaters within areas like again i can only speak from my experience but like certain movie theaters like within los angeles where nick and i live kind of kind of um put high honor or, or high emphasis on the movie theater experience. Like, for example, uh, there's a movie theater are, called... You guys uh, are like the home of film. Like, like, that, I mean, that's true. Y'all yeah. <laughs> should better be good. You better not have no janky theaters in right. right. You Yeah, but I feel like you guys are spoiled compared to, like, the literally the rest of the country. <laughs> you know? You know, and, and it's like, yeah. of, of course, your, your theater culture is going to be better over there just inherently. You know, um, again, I, I, I'm not trying to take away from your movie theater experience. I, I get it. I understand why you I'm like going way. to the movies because huh. it is an event for me, too. If there's a movie I'm excited about, you know, sometimes I'm like, ooh, I'm definitely going to see that in the movie theater. But there's just like more it's, and more. Also, some of the points you raise is why I prefer to go to matinee showings. Like in the morning when definitely, nobody's there. Definitely. Definitely. I, I have learned. These are mad slept on. That's how I saw uh, Birds of Prey. With yeah. by myself, fucking took a sandwich into my ass. Actually, I yep. I, I have a friend who works. Not like that. Shift. God damn it! I have a friend who works third shift, Ooh. and uh, uh, he goes to see a movie. He's in what? the theater like at eleven a.m. for for the first showing, and he's like, "Dude, there's never anyone in the theater." He's like, he, he just he's, going, he's like bro. literally for for the last couple Marvel f- films he refused to go to the openings cuz he's like I will go the next morning at 11 a.m. to watch the Avengers bro cuz there was like no one in there the, oh yeah no one go people sleep on matinees the reason I clapped earlier is because when you mentioned Force Awakens I remembered you just launched me back to 2015 when it dropped where I had probably one of the most interesting experiences with the uh, movie premiere um for that at like a smaller regal venue and then like most of my my theater experiences have been pretty solid never really had any issue with it the event ones generally are pretty good like i won't even hold you the scene with cap and endgame spoilers for endgame the fucking mjolnir scene that shit still gets you a little hard i won't even fuck with you i don't front like <laughs> that shit's fire I don't care what nobody says. That was the bad bitch of scenes. <laughs> but yeah. I, I can understand where y'all are coming from, though, because I, I feel like what paints it is, honestly, at the end of the day, going to be the crowd you get. Now, I will say, watching a movie with a predominantly black audience, the shit does hit different. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know, there's another movie theater in my city, too, that has uh, they have reserved seating, so you actually have to order online. Oh, yeah. you do a ticket online and you pick seats. out your seats and, and but like the seats are super comfortable right like they mm-hmm. they're um they're like electric chairs that like kick back and yeah, a lot of people back. actually yeah yep, a lot of people actually like to bring like blankets and pillows and shit so that's actually like a much better experience but again that can even be really annoying because you never know who you're going to sit next to it's not like in a regular movie theater where i can just get up and move to a different seat if i don't like the people that are sitting next to me you know and it's like I'm stuck sitting next to the to the sweaty neckbeard who's you know <laughs> chugging down Mountain Dew and 
chomping chomping an entire bag of popcorn to himself and it's like my god just shut up like like i've actually like i i've commented to a guy before who was chomping popcorn too loud i'm like dude you are ruining this movie for me (laughs) (laughs) what movie was it it was it wasn't even anything that was like oh what was it it was that andrew garfield movie that that mel gibson war movie Oh, oh, yeah. oh, that I know. Hacksaw about. Ridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah any, any final thoughts? So I gotta get the, out of you're, here. You are ruining my Sonic the Hedgehog experience, sir. Damn it. Um, so where where can people find y'all? <laughs> yeah, let's close this shit out. Wow. Um, Mikey vanished yeah, into the like, void. Like an hour. So I'm <laughs> Yeah, my man, my man got Thanos snapped. So if you're looking for him, you should be able to find him at a uh, farewell thirty four across his social media. Nope. But where can uh, Marvel Luke? Where can people find you at, man? You guys can find me on Twitter at Quantum X Paradox. Uh, DC Luke, what about you, brother? Uh, currently, I am on Twitter at Luke A de VA. Um, it should be Luke Alfonso VA because I'm trying to make that just, way more professional. Just don't to anyone listening. Don't. <laughs> dig through his old Twitter history. He did blackface years ago. That's not true! (laughs) (laughs) Somebody somebody clip that and put it on Twitter. um, Aaron, where can can, uh, people find you at? Oh my god, I'm definitely checking Twitter now. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even have a term to make one. Sorry, I spoke over you. No, you good. You good. Uh, y'all, can, y'all can play that back. Uh, you guys can find me at Instagram on the Instagram at the real Aaron Alexander. That's all I got. <laughs> uh, you guys can find me on YouTube and all over social media at who's underscore Nick. And I've been your host. Find me on YouTube, and Instagram, and whenever I get back to Twitch at Will the Greatest. Um, except for the Twitch one, that's at the Greatest Will. But yeah, um, if you want to drop questions, you can send them to me. You can leave them in a comment down below with the hashtag AskCase. I don't never get no questions on this bitch, because that's what happens when you're not consistent. But I'll start putting them up uh, probably on my channel or something, so maybe I can get that whole shebangle started. But yeah, I appreciate y'all pulling up. Hopefully we can do something like this again uh, with the strange happenings of what's been going on in the world. Um Stay safe, be good to yourself, prioritize your mental health. Black Lives Matter. Talk to you guys later. Have a good one. This has been not the Marvelite podcast. Nope. Right. Nope. <laughs> this is not the H&E show. Nope. <laughs>